0: The place for talk on the Internet. This is TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. This is InfoTrack,
1: the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show.
0: That beautiful new television you bought may look nice, but it may be costing you more green than you thought. The eye-opening story is ahead. A
2: typical 42-inch plasma TV will use approximately two and a half times more energy than your conventional television.
0: Then, a truly shocking statistic. Deaths from poisoning are soaring in the latest surveys. What are the facts behind this deadly surge? We'll talk to a national expert. When people
2: ask me about poisoning, they think of a child getting into the draino under the sink. But in fact, 91% of poisoning deaths were classified as drug-related.
0: It's all information for you and your family. And it's all coming your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stay tuned. The program starts right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. When you buy one of those new flat-screen TVs, you look at size and price. But how about its energy usage? One expert says you might be in for a rude awakening. Here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Tom Ruddick is the Director of
1: Energy Efficiency for the nonprofit Electric Power Research Institute's laboratory in Knoxville, Tennessee. Tom, welcome to InfoTrack. Hey, thanks. So let's get right to it. Why should someone be concerned about how much electricity one of these new flat-screen TVs uses?
2: The primary reason is that most flat-screen technology will use more energy than you have been presently consuming with your conventional tube-style television. Part of this is linked to the size difference.
1: So, in other words, people are buying larger TVs?
2: The strong message is that the 27-inch, which is the classic size for tube style, is typically being replaced with 42 inches and larger. And as the price has been coming down pretty steadily, the size has been growing.
1: So let's talk about your example. How does the energy usage of the new 42-inch plasma TV compare to that old 27-inch CRT TV?
2: That energy increase is approximately two and a half times. Wow. That's for comparable use periods. Now, an LCD, which is the alternate flat screen technology, is somewhat more efficient. It uses about twice as much.
1: That's pretty surprising. I think most people have no idea.
2: As in many cases, when we're not informed about the behavior of devices or other things that we might adopt that are new, we are often surprised we feel like familiarizing and educating people about these devices and how much more energy they use is very, very vital.
1: And how does that compare to other appliances in the average house?
2: Well, just to put together a couple of items to compare with, a typical 42-inch plasma TV that is considered to run about five and a half hours a day, its energy consumption is about the equivalent of what your refrigerator uses on an annual basis.
1: That's pretty amazing. Now, there are also these video projector TVs that are sometimes seen in more elaborate home theater setups. Are those also high-energy users?
2: It really depends on what type of unit that it is. If it's a backlit unit, which is kind of when we went up in size a few years ago, that followed conventional technology. So those are not necessarily as large of uh, energy consumers as you would as you move over into the plasma or LCD range. So the consideration there is more about size than anything else. But it does follow the trends of classic CRT type technology.
1: Do you expect to see much improvement in terms of making these TVs more energy efficient over the next few years or kind of it is what it is?
2: No, it's not. Actually, part of what we do at the Institute is that we want to understand why devices consume energy as they do. Certainly wanting to know under what conditions that energy consumption increases or decreases. And furthermore, how does perhaps the size of the unit influence that consumption? One of the important things about plasma TV, which also is applicable to classic CRT type technology, is that depending on the color intensity and activity on the screen, it causes it to consume more power. Very simple example here is that an LCD-type television draws a fixed amount of power, irregardless of what's taking place on the screen. But a plasma TV, which has an average power consumption value of about 245, it fluctuates between 150 and 325. And again, an LCD is a steady 200-watt number. What is dramatic about this is to actually watch it in action, where you see the things on the screen changing and watching the meter surge up and down. So these are the kind of extra things that we try to explore. We really try to understand how they behave and then coach people on that.
1: How about these DVR or TiVo-like devices or cable boxes that record programs?
2: This is another important part. If you've got cable, most people have a box. That box is a device that stays on 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. They only consume 30 watts, which doesn't sound much, but the result is its annual consumption for one converter box is typically about half of what your refrigerator uses. So if you got a couple of cable boxes strung through the house, it's like adding another refrigerator.
1: We're talking with Tom Reddick. He's the Director of Energy Efficiency for the Electric Power Institute's Laboratory in Knoxville, Tennessee, and he's an expert in energy efficiency for all sorts of home appliances. And we're talking about the new flat-screen TVs, the LCD and plasma TVs you see everywhere. Tom, is there a way that consumers can find out how much electricity these TVs or other devices use? I understand that these ENERGY STAR tags don't really mean much in this case.
2: First of all is that much of the television technology does not actually have ENERGY STAR labeling on it. We believe that's coming. One of the values of ENERGY STAR labeling, it does really give you an indication of the consumption of that device. The best example, Recently, while shopping for a new dishwasher, I spent a lot of time in the refrigerator section of the local department store. And as I opened door after door on refrigerators on display, they had the energy use tag in there, which I found to be very, very informative. And it gives you something about what normal use with this system will cost you on an annual basis. Very important guidance to buyers. And with our increased sensitivity in this area, when such information is presented, It's amazing how much better behaved buyers are. So we're really encouraging this to happen in this electronics area where that just traditionally has not been a reason to buy or not buy a product. Usually the decision is based upon the characteristics of the product or the features of the product, not how much energy it uses.
1: Why would the Energy Star program not be as proactive with these new generation of televisions as they were with, for example, dishwashers or refrigerators?
2: It's just because those products got in the market before there was such awareness. That hmm. that plain and simple. And that is now trying to be corrected.
1: Very interesting. Tom, how about those digital picture frames we see advertised these days? They're not the same as flat-screen TVs, but I guess it's similar technology, isn't it?
2: Yes. The digital picture frames are, are a part of the LCD family of screen types. They consume about 8 to 10 watts. Now just to get that in a little bit of a comparison mode, that 10 watts is about a third of what you have in your set-top box. These 10 watts, if every home in the country had but one, it would require five 250 megawatt power plants to service all those picture frames. Or to translate all that, if it's running around the clock, six picture frames would be the equivalent of another refrigerator.
1: So what kind of advice would you offer to folks who are starting to shop around now for a new TV?
2: At the Institute, we don't try to tell people that they should not buy a kind of product or a style of product. That's a personal lifestyle decision. What we want them to do is that once they make the kind of decision of a product they're interested in, is really to shop for the best in the market. Look for information. Ask the supplier, or maybe you have to even go all the way back to the manufacturer But in many cases, the supplier, the outlet store, perhaps where you're buying this, if they can be pushed a little bit, you can learn about the energy consumption of their devices.
1: Would that typically be in the user manual?
2: It may or may not be. And I think that as the consciousness is increasing, we will begin to see more such information. One thing about it is the flat panel industry has been hearing the message that their products use a lot more energy than the devices that they're replacing. There is a conscious movement among them to reduce energy consumption on their devices. And in the next couple years, we sincerely believe that we're going to see new product that uses less energy. And there is an interesting trade-off, is that the more power that you put to the unit, the brighter you can make the screen. And I had at least one supplier that said, Well, I can reduce the power and hold the screen brightness at the same level, or for the same power that you have now, I can make your screen much brighter. (laughs) So we don't know how that product trend might go. But given the fact that these devices are flashy devices, they're part of the entertainment industry, energy criteria is often not your judgment decision about what you buy. So, you know, that's a consciousness. We just won't make people aware very, very aware and make good decisions when they buy.
1: Very interesting information. Tom Reddick, the Director of Energy Efficiency for the nonprofit Electric Power Research Institute's Laboratory in Knoxville, Tennessee. Tom, do you have a website?
2: Yes, our website is EPRI.com and when you go into that website, we have a dedicated site on energy efficiency and that's where I encourage people to go
1: to. And again, that website is EPRI.com. Tom, thanks for sharing some very eye-opening information with us on InfoTrack.
0: My personal pleasure.
1: For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey.
0: Next, it's a horrifying statistic. Deaths from poisoning are soaring. The deadly details coming up. Don't go away.
1: InfoTrack will be back right after this.